Congrats, Kashi. We are both 25 years old now. Yeah. And we have officially entered the group of people that Gen Z doesn't want to hang out <laughs> with anymore. Yes. <laughs> and being 25 and being uh, daughters of a Desi household, you know what that means, you know, mm -hmm. having the societal pressure of moving out, knowing exactly what you want to do, having a partner and stable paychecks. And uh, most importantly, keeping my plants alive, which I'm failing miserably at right now. <laughs> but Today, we deconstruct this so-called quarter-life crisis. Even though we haven't achieved anything on societal standards. I mean, after marriage, I don't understand Welcome back to Any Color You Like. This is Krithvi and this is Mahima. And before we start today's episode, I want you to do one small thing. Subscribe karna zara. Nahi, main wait kar rahi hu. Kar Please. Yeah. <laughs> I think people are always focusing on what's around us by 25, right? Like you said, like you need to have a stable, like forget partner. You're not allowed to have a partner. You're supposed to have a husband. Okay? Husband, a husband by husband. now. Husband. Husband. <laughs> <laughs> focus so much on the external aspect of life right does she have a house of her own does she you know have own her car does she have a partner etc 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 that we fail to completely acknowledge all that we have achieved within us by 25 so today i think we that that's the whole goal of this podcast um you know we still fucking thrived 25 years of whatever shit this is and for that we deserve a pat on our back and you know, we are acknowledging the small changes that we have made or have occurred in our life that has compounded to immense growth, at least for ourselves, right? So the themes we cover in today's episodes are our parents, careers, love, discipline, change with an evolving perspective that we definitely did not have when we were younger. And the key word here is perspective. You know, I said, I think you I think 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 I uh, 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 her kids, so that it's, it's absolutely crazy. Okay, but before we get to our moms, let's let's talk a little bit about our fathers because obviously, daughters and fathers are notorious for having weird and fucked up relationships, and I think both of us were associated with daddy issues growing up. <laughs> so, do you want to start? <laughs> So I think like my relationship with my father growing up was um, especially like during my teenage years, it was very like I was really mad at him, you know, because of all the mistakes he was doing, uh, not being like a good husband. And, you know, he was a good. He was fairly OK father, like in terms of what he was supposed to do, provide for us. And, you know, I don't know, like, you know, what an Indian standard father is supposed to do for us, like pay for education <laughs> pretty low yeah so um uh, I had a really like until I think I graduated I remember my graduation um like when he, he came to he came for my graduation we were still fighting we were not happy and I was always bringing up the old 
things that had happened during my teenage teenage years yeah. uh, and he i remember we were so in such bad terms at that time that when he was even leaving for india after my graduation i did not go to the airport to drop him so having that sort of relationship and you know completely uh, rebuilding it in last 2 3 years when yeah. i reached that adult you know stage in my life i think that's been the biggest shift like if i have to take one relationship that i have worked a lot in past three years it's with my father and um i think i might not agree with him what he did but i understand the why you know right. with dad and i it was always i wanted to be like someone he loved the most and i think i was and i probably still am but when you're younger you don't see that and you only see them for the shitty stuff they're doing and you know don't take me wrong they were doing a lot of shitty stuff like you know for sure i don't think my dad deserved in that moment as much of uh, forgiveness that i have for him now uh, you know when i was younger um but like you said like i understand now that he did some shitty stuff i guess having that empathy towards him even though you know i may not have completely and fully forgiven him and i may never do so but just acknowledging that has also helped me like you said rebuild that mm-hmm. relationship with him because mm-hmm. he tries like he i remember he went for uh um some course and he called me crying and i've never seen like never heard like a 45 year old man breaking down in front of you and i got a heartfelt apology and i got mm-hmm. some change that he tried to build so like you said mm-hmm. you know i think at 25 i have the power to to rebuild a relationship if i want to but also leave it if i do if i want mm-hmm. to like i have a friend who had a really you know a uh, similar situation to ours when she was growing up with her father but now at 25 she has decided that she doesn't want him to be a part of her life and she's empowered mm-hmm. enough to say that to him and he needs mm-hmm. to kind of listen to that you know he doesn't yeah, have that sort yeah. of whole like metra bapu type so mm-hmm. you you kind mm-hmm. of i think also ch- ch- children with childhood trauma learn to parent themselves another mm-hmm. thing that i think changed with my father was like I forgave him for not parenting me growing up for in a lot of ways. He did in a lot of ways but he didn't mm-hmm. in a lot of ways so I'm okay with him not being present uh mm-hmm. uh you know I don't hold it against him as much yeah. anymore. And I I think what you just said about like him crying uh, that takes me back like I was just thinking how many times I seen my dad crying growing yeah. up like probably maybe once when I lost yeah. my grandmom I've not yeah. they were supposed to be the, we put so much pressure societal pressure that's yeah. supposed to uphold this fatherly image but now i think my dad and i are very emotional like he's very vulnerable with me yeah. in terms same. of emotions same. so i think yeah. that that growth yeah. makes me feel like i'm talking to a friend you know the empathy Correct. i would have towards you yeah. when you break down in front of me yeah. and uh, when i see him like like actually working because i think right now my father only listens to me there's no bloody person in the world that he listens to like you just said the parent thing thing yeah. he only listens to me so uh, having breaking through and making that sort of peace with him yeah. has been one of the most fulfilling thing for yeah. me yeah. in my life yeah i think no longer do we want to be associated as the girls who had daddy issues right we both mm-hmm. did a lot of crap growing up because our fathers were not present in certain ways you know i will mm-hmm. not uh, ostracize my father that much he did do a lot for me as mm-hmm. much as he could yeah but, same yeah um you know uh it it's nice to have a healthy relationship with our fathers because in turn that makes us have healthy relationships with men i think that mm-hmm. connection is always there when i did not have a healthy relationship with my father for some reason my boyfriends were also absolute pieces of shit so mm-hmm. 
anyway enough about the fathers let's Mother. talk about Mother. our mothers mothers oh yeah oh my god because the mommy issues bhi the daddy issues too mommy issues bhi the mujhe ki wo to love koi pyar karti hai unko to meri shakal se problem hai ye wo ye wo ye wo um and you know growing up like i i always felt she wasn't there for me um but now when i look back i'm just like oh my god the fuck kind the, the amount of fucking shit she was going through i'm surprised that she's alive today you know like <laughs> yeah, i think yeah. it suddenly makes me feel like bro aap theek ho na like i'm okay it's <laughs> okay. i'm dekh lenge hum apna dekh lenge aap khush raho exactly aapko jo karna hai wo karo lekin yeah. on that note it's my mom today 29th september oh, so happy birthday mom yeah <laughs> i think me growing up had at most like I'll I'll tell you like small instant. I remember me and my mom were away for something, and there was a parents teacher meeting, and my father had to go. Okay, since my mom has been my father and dad, like she's I never had mother like mommy issues. Uh, you are uh, you I guys are like, very like cuddly hand holding yeah, type of kind of people like yeah. yeah yeah yeah. We we been like really good. Like she's been my number one best friend since I was a kid. She's always been supported me. So but like I remember when I was away with my mom for that trip, and my father had to go uh, to the PTM. I was in class eight at that time, and my father went to class seven, some seventh A or something to look oh for. Like, and he was like, "My ma, are you even in the school?" Like he's called us. I was like, "Dad, I'm in eighth." Like that's the difference we had. Like my mom was <gasps> not there for hilarious. one PTM teacher meeting. My father doesn't even know what class I was oh, in. So God. that's insane. Yeah, but then like my mom, I think I I growing up as a mother, she was amazing, but because. she was put through like kriti said like because of the relationship she was a uh, uh wife as well right yeah. and we i did not look at look at at her as a wife it was just like a mother combined at growing up yeah. um so i think i i am still mad at her for not leaving an a, a, a marriage which is not happy yeah. marriage and i used to like give her so much shit for it that if i were you i would have left it long yeah. time ago blah if blah blah blah, blah 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 if i were you you know and i i was like you, you know you, now at the age of 25 after dating two guys for so long i understand why she did yeah. not leave and coming back to the why like you yeah. know why did she did not leave and i'm so i empathize like i wish she had i wish like i could have pushed her more but in a better way but then I empathize empathize with her empathize empathize I English ki nahi aati hai mere ko bhai chot yaar so ki dad bhi nahi tha yahan pe waise aale aale karte rehte anyway yeah so i think yeah, with my mother like now i look at her at her i look at my parents not as is my father and mother but as two separate entities like two human beings living That's doing their own thing. life making their mistakes so that has been a very big growth yeah. and yeah. that actually translated into how i build my relationships around with everyone yeah. you know yeah. But, yeah because i will not take like i know from my mother's mistake that i will not take shit like the way yeah. she did yeah. i i am certain when i know my boundaries now in a relationship yeah. so i think that's uh what my relationship how how it has evolved with my parents and at this point probably like mai mere ghar pe to matlab mujhe chal raha mai sabko aise puppet ki tarah nachati hu theek hai i'm family manager <laughs> yeah i i should get paid for it you Literally. know like any problem happens there are four people on the call asking me and yeah. i'm the youngest i'm the fucking youngest in this family like manipulating them aise katputlu yes. ki tarah so So yeah. I totally relate. No, like I, I tell everyone, you know, as daughters, we are supposed to be our moms, therapists, friends, sisters, best friends, every like husbands, everything. And I'm mm-hmm. happy to take on that role for her. I think when I was younger, my mom, it wasn't a she didn't respect me, and I guess rightfully so. Like I was a fucked up child, 
which was a consequence of their parenting but it's okay we won't get there it's there fine. yeah 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 but like that's I, the ज्यादा उटर 
daddy issues or whatever i had if you want me to be very honest i was a an attention whore <laughs> i don't have no better way to describe what i was i was so desperate to find love that meko laga tha ki agar pyar mil gaya na to zindagi mein kuch bhi mil jayega or the problem was kabhi you we never saw like love you know how love is supposed to be so there was a habit of normalizing really bad types of love which i did you know mm-hmm. i'm not saying it was my boyfriend's fault or anything i just feel like you know like you said we kept investing in really really bad relationships because what we wanted was a relationship not a good relationship you know i yeah. always used to think ki bas meko i'll never forget when i was 16 the guy i was dating oh my god level abhi but mujhe us time pe lagta tha बस मेरे को मोहब्बत हो गई है मेरे को इसके बच्चे करने मेरी नो नॉर्मलाइजिंग लवलेस मैरिजेस बींग ओके एंड एवरीथिंग ऑल आर केप्ट साइड वेन आई वॉक इन टू अ रूम एंड यू सीन दैट आई जस्ट वॉन्टेड टू बी द मोस्ट लव पर्सन इन एनी रूम आई विल डू एनी थिंग फॉर यू टू बी ऑब्सेस्ड विथ मी विच वॉज रियली रॉन्ग बिकॉज that made me end up looking for love in all the wrong places you know even when i went to college like you will not believe when i went to purdue my goal was not to come out with a really good degree or get a good job in my freshman year all i wanted was to find a boyfriend and have that high school love oh we've been together for 10 years and then get married like that was my only goal and you know i i realized that the more i looked for love outside the less i loved myself you know i i was obsessed with myself don't take me wrong i thought wow kitni sundar ladki hu but utna hi tha that was the surface level of love i had no idea who i was and now when i now the kind of relationship i am in because i i i'm able to recognize bad love i'm able to say no to bad love tushar knows how to love me that's because i show him this is how much i love myself this is how you love me you know i will not mm-hmm. even settle for 1% less and yeah. because i realize that you know jitna main aas paas apne pyar dhoond rahi hu i can love myself more combined than all yeah. of those people so yeah think- and and personally i've seen krithvi really like in different relationships yeah. throughout the years and i've seen her how much she would beg she would just yes. bitch jayegi niche for yes. to be able to just get that validation from the yes. guy and now she is probably one of the healthiest relationship i know personally like yes. you know so and and it's not like that tushar is not a difficult he's a great guy i love tushar tushar tushi i love you i'm coming to <laughs> delhi we have to party okay anyway no but like tushar is not like he's like he's like the greatest and the most yeah. perfect guy in the world yeah. it's because krithvi has raised those standards and she has been when yeah. you i think coming of like when you start loving yourself when you understand that self love i think that's when you communicate better how yes. what you want yes. right and you're, now you're you in, in that touch with your needs so you're able to, i'm able to tell tushar listen today i need you to be emotionally available for me but most days i am strong enough to not need him i i it happens very rarely and when it does i'm able to communicate that in the most healthy way possible and he is able to give me what i need and like you say to bitchne ki zarurat nahi you're so right mai bahut bitchti thi yaar logo ke saath mein bahut mai hum aise pareshan ho raha tha fir bitch gayi krithvi fir bitch gayi like i'm telling you I, the growth i've seen in krithvi in terms of self love it's it's been like one of the yeah. most beautiful things to see for me as a friend so yeah. props to you for that like it's been uh, exponential growth and uh, for me self love is like i think 
ग्रोइंग अप आई आई वॉज अ वेरी लव किड ऑलवेज मुझे इतना कोई था भी नहीं टेंशन चाहिए नहीं इतना लाइक नॉट लाइक पृथ्वी बट आई वॉज फेयरली अ लव किड एवरी वन लव मी ऐसे हंसती में अच्छे से जोक्स मार देती थी, थी तो लोग को प्यार मतलब आई वॉज गुड विद इट बट फॉर मी सेल्फ वॉट आई रियलाइज इज दैट सेल्फ लव इज एक्चुअली समटाइम्स इन फैक्ट नॉट रियली लाइकिंग योर सेल्फ और सिचुएशन यू आर इन uh and knowing when it's time to let go and change for me suppose yeah. for example when i was really big i was 103 kg and i was um i, I was so i was little delusional and no matter what society said big people small i was very confident about myself I'm probably more confident than i am right now and i was really unhealthy that made me go on the, the spree of like i i would eat whatever the fuck i wanted because i was like no uh, you know that toxic positivity you know whatever people want to say so i would feed myself with like shitty food i would not take care of myself because i was like no it's self love i would just proclaim as like no i should love myself the way i am so i think uh, when the day i told myself no things need to change you need to come in terms with the fact that you are fucking unhealthy you are going to probably end up like with like thousands of diseases you are not feeling your best at at night you can't even like walk without like like you know half half halfing and all so you need to change the thing and i think that's the day i can very very confidently say my self love started for me and since then i have never looked back you know small small things like uh putting my workouts before you know going on a date with like now i do that like i would not have a date the day i have my workouts or like small small yeah. things like that you know taking care of myself really uh last sunday i spent all day just by myself reading a book writing notes from that book which is about like you know my own self you know like small thing i would not do those things i would not i would look all these things like cuz you said outside and all yeah. you know like you right like self love is not just about shopping or like oh aaj mera man nahi kar raha padhai karne ka main kuch nahi karungi this is self love you know yeah, self love like, yeah just, yeah like you said it's it's that toxic positivity feeling but when you step out of that that is when your true self love yeah. happens right you, when you're recognizing that what you're giving yourself is not actually what it needs and then you yeah. you you shift that so i think that's yeah. really really amazing yeah. yeah and i think one thing that self love has really taught me is that you don't have to be exceptionally good at anything to enjoy the profound thing that life has to offer i'm yeah. going to say this again you don't have to be exceptionally good at anything like anything to really enjoy the profound things in life and that's where my self love comes from so i think that's I think the that's biggest amazing because i can connect it to another thing that i personally associate with self love is looking at my journey and my life very individually and not like looking at what other people are doing and feeling upset about it and i can mm-hmm. admit to you there have been times when i have been envious i wouldn't use the word jealousy envious of my friends for doing you know being able to do certain things that i wanted to do like i remember when i had to move back to india after college i muted all of you muted. guys who were in america i couldn't deal with accepting my failure when you guys were able to do even though i'm sure tune mujhe 100 guna zyada mehnat kari hogi but mere ko you know wo bahut dukh hota tha ki oh she's so successful or he's so successful fucking i used to feel jealous of kusha kapila you know because i was like i am funnier than her why the fuck is she fail fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. life mein ek reel nahi banayi hai ek joke nahi mara hai maine instagram pe lekin main uske paas kyu hai you know be pass kyu the opportunities hai yeah, yes yeah. so i realized that it's you know self love for me is is acknowledging that in my journey i am doing the best i can and what other other people around me are doing has no effect on you know 
ऑफकोर्स बारह साल के बच्चे अभी यूट्यूब पे वीडियो डाल के मिलियन डॉलर कमा रहे हैं हमसे महीने के दो एपिसोड नहीं बनाए जाते बट साल में एक एपिसोड लिटरली विदिक्वेंस इन दिचुएशन वी आर इन आई एम ओके विदर्न टू you know pat myself on the back for being able to do certain things mm-hmm. even if i'm not able to do them fully like you said i may not be an exceptional podcaster i'm not an exceptionally disciplined person but little bit also what i'm doing is okay and i will get better and that and acknowledging that yeah, yeah. that you are yeah. making progress you know yeah. and one yeah. thing that they are like what you just said it just like click that you know there are a lot of days where self love really helps for me that there are a lot of days when i'm just so mad at myself i'm like t- talking to myself so unkind like i'm so unkind like i would be yeah. like mahima no you are like your nose is like this your, your this is like that like and i would stop like i would literally catch my thoughts i was like no you're not going to talk to yourself like that like you would not talk to krithvi like that and that is where self love comes for me and it, yeah. it, it that's the definition of self love treating yourself as good as you would treat your bestest friends right like mm-hmm. putting yourself on that pedestal i think that's amazing and i think yeah neither of us had that growing up so if being 25 brings me that much respect for myself i'm fucking happy to be 25 forever you know that's great yeah. that's amazing <laughs> so nice Okay, now that we're talking about self love, let's talk about our careers. Okay, because I think that a lot of people associate themselves with their careers. I think before us, there was a generation that was so desperate to work because they had to feed their families, and now we are a generation who's so desperate to hustle all the time. We want to do like five different jobs and make. 120k salaries which only tech boys can make oh fuck you all but i i really want to talk about our our career but then those tech boys just to mention going by self love they are not really loving themselves because all of them are like miserable they work that's like true. 15 hours a day that's, that's that, they're really not like self loving they work going after that hustle culture anyway yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah. but like like now we're talking about career i think for you krithi like i really want to ask this question like when you were younger like when you were 15 or like 18 did you know what you wanted to do by 25 like what was how's your journey been like i feel like i still don't know what i want to do but the problem with me was growing up i wasn't good at one thing i was pretty good at a lot of things like you said not exceptionally good at one thing just decently good at a lot of things an underlying factor was i'm creative that's all you know but i wasn't the best painter or i wasn't even the best writer i was a really good one but not the best one so it was very difficult for me to think of a career path like where am i what job role can i look at saying okay i can do this i didn't want to be a journalist i didn't even know like branding existed or you know i didn't know if i'm उस टाइम तो मैं बहुत ही डिलूशन से एक्टर वैक्टर बनना था मुझे पागल ही थी आई रिमेम्बर आई टोल माई मासी आई वॉन्ट बी एन एक्टर शी स्लैप्ड मी अक्रॉस द फेस एक्टर बनेगी ले तू चार्ट अरे भाई क्या हो गया सो दिल फटा बट आई थिंक आई थिंक आई 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 डू वॉन्ट टू से दैट श्योर आई हैव डन अ लॉट इन माई करियर आई आई कैंड ऑफ said no to a lot of things and ended up somewhere or the other i don't know mm-hmm. what what i think it was for me more of a process of elimination rather than what i actually want to do okay, but i yeah, if you yeah. want me to be very honest i still feel like i haven't realized my true potential in terms of the skills i already possess like i started mm-hmm. too many things growing up which i feel now could have been million dollar startups but mm-hmm. i never mm-hmm. followed through um because i personally believe i had a very inflated sense of self growing up you know i took things for granted mm-hmm. right so now because of that i feel like fuck i haven't done enough so it kind of 
you know puts me on a pendulum where on one side i'm like extremely narcissistic like oh my god i'm the smartest bitch in town and on the other side i always feel like what the fuck am i even doing you know i still struggle with telling myself that communication is a very important field of study and mm-hmm. i'm not dumb that other people constantly yeah. try to tell me you know that was a big struggle for me in my career mm-hmm. i was always told oh communication par rahi hai like what the fuck is that like you know but being in that field i i know how important it is literally everything the way we are talking is fucking communication everything you know? yeah i i think being prithvi's friend i've learned i think every uh, guys by the way mai kuch nahi karti is podcast mein prithvi makes sure all the videos you see like that's all like i can't do this Stop. podcast without her that's the power of communication but like honestly last year like when we were having I remember having this conversation with you just before you were applying for your colleges in um, America. That could be what do you really want to do? And at that time, you were trying to see क्या चल रहा है क्या नहीं. What can you were exploring your options. Yeah. And um, you were so clueless. So it's not like you know you were clueless. I don't know. Maybe something like you just said. You know, taking things out and all. Yeah. And I personally feel the conversation we had. You started thinking about what you want to do when you started writing your essays. Yes. And. the conversation that we had when i don't know if you remember when we were in spain we were in mallorca in the pool hum badhiya chill kar rahe the badhiya gin and tonic yes. we were having the conversation and i asked you the same question you were much clean, uh, yes. you had a much cleaner answer yes. and you knew where you want to go so i think that i the growth i saw in that 6 months for you yes. i didn't see in the last 4 5 years of knowing you i yeah. think because by the time i was in grads like i was applying for grad school i was like okay you you do need to figure some things out and what our conversation in mallorca was all about the fact that i will i i stopped seeking a job title i started seeking a skill set which will allow me to do multiple jobs in my life you know you are in a very professional field like when people are engineers scientists doctors you guys learn you know a very strong foundation that allows you to work in that field in multiple roles with communication mm-hmm. and creative fields things are so abstract i can't say ki meko bade okay branding uh, you know like i want to be a brand manager i don't want to be mm-hmm. a brand manager forever i think we are moving towards a gig economy where you're not supposed to hold yeah. one job for the rest of your life you are supposed to explore try new things and you know of course there is a requirement of a stable paycheck but i personally would love to have a career where i keep jumping around and you know i i mm-hmm. i it's like buffet mein har cheez try karke ghar jana hai that type of yeah. so that at least I that's mean, how i i i look at it because i want to be mm-hmm. i want to do a lot i want to be a author i want to be a podcaster i want to like we were talking about in mallorca i i am not seeking that job title but i'm seeking to create cultural shifts using communication mm-hmm. because i think that's what the power of communication is right yeah yeah from like for me the career i always at 15 i knew that मुझे एक ही चीज पसंद है वो है साइंस ओके आई वाज वेरी क्लियर सिंस आई वाज ग्रोइंग अप दैट आई वांट टू डू समथिंग इन साइंस स्पेसिफिकली बायोलॉजी सो फॉर मी आई वाज वेरी लाइक आई डिड नॉट हैव द लाइक इट वाज ऑपोजिट लाइक ऑफ व्हाट कृति इज सेइंग um but for me i was too fucking ambitious like ambitious like since because i de- like the guy i dated for 5 years my first boyfriend he was over ambitious so i thought maybe that's the way to live life you know hustle culture going back to the hustle culture yeah. and i thought yeah being a hustler being able to do too many things with like in college i was doing way too many things yes. which okay it played it helped me but i was doing way too many things um for to make my career and by 25 um i yeah i am still ambitious i am doing good in my career i love telling people what i do but i still i sometimes I, like now i sit with myself and i question why 
why do i need to be so ambitious what's the need like you know why do i have to work so hard to feel important yeah. why do i have to be a human do human doing all the time and less of human being you know yeah. why do i need to buy that expensive bag or car and why do i crave power what do i want to do with the power yeah. why being known is so important like you know these why questions um uh, i always like as i evolve i sit with myself and i really evaluate that why that why like this hustling culture is going to lead to where what am i like, going to do and i align my decisions based on that and like it's not like nahi mujhe char panch cheeze karne hai mujhe 12 ghante in in boston i used to work like fucking 10 hours a day go on weekends and feel so proud of myself and after i moved to europe i'll tell you a small story okay i went for vacations i came back and european vacations are insane like summers are insane no one fucking works here and i came back in august after like almost a month out and the first thing my colleague asked me was like did you feel relaxed did you feel uh, you disconnected mahima and i was like fuck like in america if i was on vacation even for like five days my boss and everyone would be like texting me where's this reagent where's that like yeah. ridiculous questions not a single person texted me or slacked me at vacation. all when i was on my vacation so and more people i meet in europe and i see how they you know like at the age of 20 they all are really taking time to live their lives so this hustling culture is where my career like the biggest shift towards perspective towards yep. my career that has come at the age of 25 that doesn't even when i think about going back to america moving back to america i feel claustrophobic i feel yeah. like no i don't want to go put myself in that Because hustling culture ever again here it's romanticized right like you said it's romanticized that wow i work 15 hours a day i drive a tesla but like you said i have no fucking time to even make a meal or spend time with my dog you know then yeah i think we both consider like what the fuck is the point like you said you know yeah. why do you need that car all i want is money in enough money to raise my children raise my dogs give a really nice have a ha- nice house and go on three vacations a year like mm-hmm. that is yeah. my only goal for my career like i feel like when we are younger we associate mm-hmm. success with where we are in our job or where we are in our job title yeah. as i'm growing older i'm realizing that's not the definition of success for me yes i i want a really good job but i'm not desperate to be a ceo ki matlab meko aisi zindagi nahi chahiye ki main matlab newspaper pe meri roz photo aa rahi hai but i don't i don't i'm not even i don't even have the time to go on a date with my partner or whatever you know that work life balance clarity i already have at 25 that's why i think my like you said like you know we've learned to say no to certain things like i will not work after 7 p.m and you've been able to do that in europe which is i think absolutely amazing i was on mahima's vacation in the summer she was on a summer vacation this woman oh my god she we traveled so much in those three weeks and she fucking travels every weekend which i think is the most incredible thing about working in europe they want mm. you to not work after 5 pm they want you to travel and explore because that's what life is about not sitting about, in yeah. a 9 to 5 job in a fucking so, cubicle no matter how much you, money you are making because if you if you go out and really love life that way you would put more uh, love into your work, work i really absolutely. Lo- i absolutely love my work like because i am able to look outside of it and why like i go out in nature i look at nature why am i because i'm able to spend so much time in nature i feel connected and i want to come back and work harder for climate yeah, change yeah, you know absolutely. and that's how it works uh, yeah and i think but like one tip i would have for your uh, younger people who are like right now trying to figure out what they want to do especially like you know like people in their 20s uh, starting their jobs or these young professional although i'm in like in my mid career but like if i have to give them one advice is that one thing that worked for me a lot and 
reason why I was able to filter out is because I said a lot of yeses during my or like yeah I do understand the it will a lot of yeses will lead to your like a hustle culture it will be an overload but if you don't say yes like to all the opportunities that come your way for example my job like I did not fucking know that CRISPR even existed or like when I was 15 I don't think this technology even existed you know <laughs> that I'm working on right now uh, and in my undergrad, even though I did not like my engineering part, I kept saying yes to everything else around it, you know, so I kept saying yes to the cancer research, the every place I could put my foot into. And I think that's a great way to really understand what you like or don't like. So yeah, I do not like what the fuck is even hustling? I hate this, you know, when you quote work hard until your bank account, like, I, I, but yeah, but, but like, I get that. But like, I think in your, when you're younger, you should say a lot of yeses, yeses. instead of saying See, no. Yeah. Not hustling doesn't mean not working hard. You know, you are supposed to work hard. There are certain expectations. And like Mama said, I 100% agree saying yes. Because that is where the strength of weak ties comes, right? Sometimes saying yes to a small random thing can have so much, you know, it can open a door that will give you so much else. Like, you know, even my internship, the first internship that I got, I had no idea what branding even was before that. And then I went into branding for the next three, four years. So that has been completely amazing. But I would also say at times you need to learn to say no. Like when your boss asks mm -hmm. you to do something unreasonable or, you know, you, uh, you know, you are... I, I guess, you know, uh, offered a salary that, you know, you know is not deserving of your skill set. Learn to say no and fight for what you, you know, uh, uh, who you are and what you deserve. And you know, that dance of saying yes or no is is the whole point of life. That's where your wisdom comes in. Wisdom comes um, yeah. But yeah. That it, when you're younger, uh, like hustling seems like a dream life you want to do, you know, hustle culture and everything. Keep hustling. We listen to all these rap songs and stuff. So it's very ingrained in us that hustling is uh, the way of life, living the best life of yours. Yeah. But what the biggest perspective change I've had from 15 to 25 is that more than hustling culture, I really enjoy having a disciplined culture you know and uh, this this really discipline is probably the best thing that has happened to me after Krithvi Meiti like <laughs> not kidding <laughs> not kidding oh. so I I think for me another like a different perspective why discipline is such a backbone in my life is because like few months back when I broke up with my last boyfriend I came back like I had a really bad breakup and I flew back from America at that time I was like like really in a bad space and I came back to Belgium literally on day one the first thing I did is pick up my mat and go to my yoga class and every Tuesday I'm supposed to do yoga so I have to do it despite heartbreak not because that's my discipline like that's my backbone and I realized that discipline was there for me when I was not there for myself you know yeah. because I have made this life for myself where I know on what I'm doing on Tuesday what I'm doing on Thursday I was able to deal with breakup in a very different way than how I did with my breakup breakup or any sort of heartbreaks before like not that's getting the PhD and all those things so for me discipline culture is where that's how I look at it it's it's yeah. my backbone it helps me get through things yeah yeah no James Clear said that you know you can't always rise up to your goals but you fall back on your system so Emma keeps talking about some things you know ki every day she goes for booty class this class that class and she told me at a point ki her body so addicted to that feeling that 
इसको नहीं भी जाना होता है तो इसका लाइक यू नो इफ हर माइंड डजेंट वांट टू गो हर बॉडी स्टिल कैरिंग हर देयर एंड आई वाज लाइक ब्रो मैंने आज तक एंडोरफिन भी नहीं फील किया लाइक आई वांट टू फील हाई विदाउट स्मोकिंग वीड लाइक आई वांट टू यू नो आई हैव टोल्ड यू दिस सो मेनी टाइम्स आई डोंट थिंक देयर इज एनीथिंग इन माय लाइफ दैट आई हैव डन कंसिस्टेंटली फॉर मोर देन 4 5 डेज except for loving tushar loyally that's all <laughs> that that's is true. the that's only true. thing and and honestly guys since i've been traveling so much over the summer last this one month september is the first month jahan pe matlab mujhe to logo ko message aane shuru ho gaye the ki bhai ghar baith ja nahi hum tumko mute kar denge these stories and all every this weekend <laughs> so this first month i did not travel anywhere i was just in belgium and i was like this has been one of the most disciplined and the productive month of this year for me because i really knew what i was doing on tuesday who i was seeing on tuesday or like you know i don't know why tuesday like i think i love tuesdays maybe oh. i don't know why tuesdays yeah but no why what i'm doing on the weekend i had a very planned self time for myself and everything not that i'm saying uh, don't travel fucking travel as much as you can but then like you know even during those travels i had a discipline like with the food i was eating the yeah. workouts i was doing because my body is gotten so used to it and i think that is the reason why i feel i'm i have that what do you what do you say like बहुत अच्छा वर्ड आया था दिमाग में मैंने कल ही सुना है वाला वर्ड बहुत अच्छा वर्ड है यार क्या था सेंटर नो ओके सो आई नो वर्ड वर्ड बट आई यूज सेंटर ओके दैट्स व्हाई एक्जैक्टली आई फील सो वेरी सेंटर विद माय फीलिंग्स एंड एवरीथिंग बिकॉज आई हैव दिस डिसिप्लिन लाइक आई फील लाइक आई कैन होल्ड डिसिप्लिन थिंग यू कैन होल्ड ऑन टू या दिस इज डिसिप्लिन इज समथिंग दैट यू कैन रियली होल्ड ऑन टू वेन लाइफ इज जस्ट नॉट यू नो या एंड लाइफ प्रॉब्लम कीप ऑन हैपनिंग लाइक दैट दैट डिसिप्लिन इज समथिंग दैट यू होल्ड ऑन टू ऑन डेज लाइक यू नो योर माइंड वॉज टायर्ड यूर फकिंग डिप्रेस आई गेस योर बॉडी stuck mm-hmm. to doing the things it was supposed to do that day which pushed you through the day mm-hmm. you know i yeah. would probably just spend that whole day in bed and not knowing what to do with myself so i think mm-hmm. yeah. that's yeah and like you said before difference between succeeding and non succeeding is simply doing so if you just do those three four things a day i guess at the end of the day at least you feel good about the fact ki maine po char cheeze to kar li you know baaki kuch kiya na kiya ho Bro, like today see- we decided we have to record the podcast, even it's like fucking ten forty one. I have work at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. We fucking did it, big boy, yeah. because yeah. discipline. Because discipline. Yeah. बस अब ये discipline हमारा uploading speed में भी आ जाए. Oh ho, oh ho, मज़े आ जाए. मज़े आ जाए. Oh, बड़ी consistency लिया है discipline के साथ यार तो मतलब वाह. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think lastly, I just want to talk about one, I guess, truths of life that I have imbibed at twenty five, which is change is inevitable okay and i when i look back at 15 year old krithvi this is a very sad but also heartwarming story i was so depressed like i think i think young kids go through so many mental health issues that go undiagnosed and they manifest in such bad mental health issues you know when you're older now mm. at 25 i'm sort of able to connect as i mean i apni khud ki therapy karti rehti hu who the fuck has 100 dollars to pay a therapist so i sit and you know think about anyway so i had this um 
book and I'll ask mom to send pictures so we can put it here. I used to write letters to God. Okay, I used to write a lot of shit. I used to also, Mahima, I don't know if you know this, but I used to turn on photo booth and like record myself crying and like if I I'll pretend like I'm talking to X Y Z and for two hours I'm like whatever I'm talking. I'm cry- I I used to have these videos up until last year. I just deleted them. Anyway, so I was really really depressed and I used to write these letters to God and I used to. There was one common theme in all of my letters. I had just read them this time when I went back to India. I kept telling him, "Aapne mujhe itna dukhi rakha hai itte saal. Now you know when I'm older, you can't make me unhappy uh, for anything. Like you have to keep me happy. You can't give me any more problems." And as I grew older, I realized, no, I will have a lot of problems as as life It is. It gets worse. It does get worse, but um, at fifteen, before I thought, it gets better. Before it gets better, right? And at fifteen. The the only thing was at fifteen I thought things would never get better. Like I I'm going to die depressed. I will never grow up. I think we have such a small and shrunk worldview of life. And at twenty five I realized that your worldview keeps growing and it doesn't stop growing at twenty five or you know it doesn't start at twenty one. It's just such a process that happens. Mm-hmm. And because of that I've realized that I do have the power. I may not have the power to change my environment, but I do have the power to change whatever I have within myself. And you know, I instead of always leading like the victim, like always crying, always saying, "Me sir, that's a bura ki hota hai. Me to life hi kharaab hai." You know, I'm a kangna no not wala dalungi. Me to zindagi barbaad hogi. But now I lead with strength that I know, no matter what happens in my life, I'm strong enough, and you know, I I can bring about no matter. for it is any change that i want to in my own life and having that strength has really changed the way i look at life and my problems and they all seem dealable like you know and of course i have to acknowledge i come from a fucked up of privilege strength, yeah. i chose not wanting to always being the victim which i love <laughs> to now only leading with strength no matter where i am and yeah. so that's been amazing Um, um yes. no no like this is like cute very cute very very cute at 15 maise bhagwan ji ko blame karti rehti thi aapne to meri zindagi ki barbaad kar di and at 25 he's my best fucking friend like there's a running joke you know it everyone keeps telling yeah. me kya you tell your bhagwan ji na he'll fix it for me why can't you talk to your bhagwan ji hame visa nahi mil rahe the wo keh rahe bhagwan ji ko bolo yahan visa nahi mil rahe ek din flight char baar miss ho gayi hai anyway literally and that's because I'm atheist completely. I don't know who the fuck is Bhagwan Ji, but there is some Bhagwan Ji. Or as I say, I fist bump Kartiu Abun Kopar. You know, because I lead all my life with so much strength, as much as possible. Of course, you know, there are days where I wake up crying. Last three days, I have woken up crying because I've been alone for the first time in my life. But wow. regardless, oh my god, oh my god, punches are killing over here. We'll get to that next episode. <laughs> But you know, he's my best friend. Like I talk to him on a daily basis. Even the smallest things work out for me. मुझे last parking spot मिल जाएगा या फिर मुझे हमेशा मेरे size पे sale मिल जाएगी या फिर I don't know. Whatever good has happened in my life, I attribute to that. And to fifteen-year-old Kriti, you know, she can like. like god listened i guess or or i listened i would say i listened to myself and that is an amazing change to have imbibed at 25 uh, feeling responsible very cute and yeah very very cute kishi very cute i love you thank Mwah. you okay didi your I, turn <laughs> <laughs> so uh, like wrapping up for me so Okay, so when I was we were writing all these things uh, about like you know reflecting back and all when doing our research for the podcast um The thing is, 
the one constant thought that I had while writing all these things is that yes, my 15 years old would be super proud of where I am at 25 right now and all the things that I'm doing. But there's nothing I want to advise her as such to change. She did her best. I feel like my like all the things I've been through, big, small, whatever, she she did the best for herself at any given situation and even if she took like the worst decisions in the world bad bad decisions she learned to handle them and you know she learned to handle them because she didn't have anyone's advice to you know tell what to do and she had to experience it by herself and those experiences led her to search for answers and she she learned and then she unlearned and she she chose that as a way of life for her and that that led to her to so many experiences and literally living the life in a very full spectrum you know yeah. so if i have to say something to myself when i was 15 i would say yes go date that stupid guy who's going to give you confidence to take that flight to america oh and uh, <laughs> he will break your heart and it's going to be a really really bad heartbreak and to be honest after that you're going to have another bad heartbreak so it doesn't stop there and it's going to get worse and it will be so hard and you will hate everything around you and about you but one day you will decide that you're so tired of your own bullshit and being in control that you will change it you're going to fill it with things you love and things you don't even know you love and things you probably thought you hated all your life and you will eventually learn to love everything and you will open up at your own pace at your own time and do exactly what you did all along listen to everyone but do whatever the fuck you want to do anyway woohoo <laughs> oh ho ted talk material main main ye boli ki ted talk pe bro jab mujhe nobel prize milega kyunki i'm gonna cure cancer for you all yeah that's amazing that was so nice oh my god didi behavior all along <laughs> i love it That's it, guys. That's the podcast. Uh, I think there's a lot to be said about quarter life crisis and all the negative connotations we have about turning twenty five. And trust me, we are also very scared. मतलब पच्चीस के बाद सीधा तीस आता है, ठीक है? और तीस के बाद सीधा पचास. तो बीच में there's nothing. मैं रोज़ मम्मी का फोन उठाती हूँ तो मम्मी कहती है शादी कर लो यार कुछ नहीं अब बहुत बोर हो चुकी हैं वो लोगों की शादी में थक गई कि कोई तो शादी कर लो भी बैबू कर ले तू कर ले कोई this podcast is is a slightly different take on turning 25 because i love being 25 except for the fact that i can't drink for shit anymore i get a hangover after three fucking beers what the fuck and i have back pains but that's normal <laughs> for our generation but yeah like i i think there's a lot of wisdom that comes with becoming older i'm really enjoying you know learning those things about myself you know and and just to speak to how much i love turning older um uh you know i we don't want to take the time to talk about certain things that we both are going through at 25 i think this was one of the most genuine and authentic podcasts we've done and this is the kind of conversation we wish to have so it's easy to just do it while we are going through it you know rather than thinking about it later so i want to talk about living alone this is the first time i'm in a whole ass apartment by myself i've slept alone many nights in many places but owning my or not owning really renting my own house uh maybe friends... texted me guys could we texted me like literally two days back i'm so alone mujhe itna dar lag raha hai maine bat rakha hua hai apne paas matlab la mein aayega iske bare bat acha okay cool. it's a very <laughs> bad area i live in okay downtown la don't discount my <laughs> my <laughs> anyway yeah so like living alone how to make friends as an adult me being 
for joining and we'll see you next time please I subscribe love it. please subscribe please subscribe also guys please subscribe okay thanks okay. bye bye subscribe subscribe ek baar aur bol de samajh nahi aaya unko ek baar aur bol subscribe please subscribe please subscribe guys please subscribe <laughs> just show your food so next stop next time your dad watches this oh, yeah <laughs> Wait, my dad is the only one who comments on our videos. I, I mean, dad, I love you.